It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. Shane Reynolds is near the top of the list in longevity for the Houston franchise when it comes to pitchers. Only Larry Durker has more seasons, 13, than Shane's 11 in an Astros uniform. Ken Force, Joe Necro, and Dave Smith also pitched for 11 years for Houston. Another Astros Hall of Famer, Shane Reynolds arrived with the Astros at the Major League level in 1992, just when the team was returning to respectability after rebuilding. The mainstays of the rotation then were Pete Harnish, age 25, Daryl Kyle, 23, Mark Portugal, 29, and Brian Williams, 23. The Astros signed free agents Doug Drabeck and Greg Swindell after that season, giving them a playoff-caliber team. Reynolds was a third-round draft choice in 1989, who blossomed in the minor leagues when pitching coach Brent Strom taught him the split-fingered fastball. He was in Venezuela the first time I met him, and, you know, he just kind of watched me, and I've always thought Stromy was a little bit ahead of the curve on some things and thinking that people hadn't caught up so they didn't, you know, like what he did so much. Now they do when they caught up. I mean, but he's been doing stuff like this. He changed me and and, and gave me a, a different pitch or so and changed my mechanics, and it just went from Venezuela to, you know, big league camp, you know, to make it in the big leagues about midway through the next year. So, I, I mean, if I don't meet Strami in that situation in, in, in winter ball, I don't make it to the big leagues. I honestly believe that. I believe it was against a Caracas. I think uh, oh, Andres Galarraga, they had some big names. I mean, just just about scared to death to pitch against them. Um, and it was one of those things with a certain pitch when you have confidence, like in a golf shot, when when you know 10 out of 10 or 20 out of 20 times, this shot at this distance, you're going to hit it within a five-foot area. That's pretty good, right? That pitch, I knew at any time it was there and I needed it. Um, and I had so much confidence in it, I wound up pitching a complete game against those guys and beating them. And it was like something just clicked. It's like, I can get these people out. I can get big league hitters out. And I think I just... It just kind of took off and just confidence and making sure going into big league camp that you didn't, you know, walk people, um, try to throw a lot of strikes, I, I think really just kind of helped me, you know, make it. Shane made five opening day starts, winning in 1997 over John Smoltz in Atlanta 2-1. to one. Reynolds' win got the Astros started on a run of four division titles in five years. He was the ace of the staff in that era. In his 11 seasons, his 103-86 and 86 record was marked by consistency. His 100th career victory on the final day of the regular season in 2001 clinched the National League Central Division title for the Astros. Reynolds beat former teammate Daryl Kyle that day in St. Louis to create a tie in the division standings at 93-69. and 69. First inning, J.D. Drew hits a home run off of me. And it's so funny, I've been asked this question a lot, too, at that certain time. What was your feeling going into that game? Because there was some word that you were going to pitch in a playoff game or, you know, did you want to have you pitch in this game and try to win a division? Of course, we won a division that year. We, we were division winners. We weren't co. But anyway, um, it's so funny. The first inning, I got guys out. There was nobody on base. J.D. Drew hits a home run off of me, one to nothing. And I can remember backing off the mound, getting the ball from the umpire, walking back, going, I'm winning this one. Because... I hated striking out the first batter. If I struck out the first batter of the game, I usually had a bad game. 
if somebody got a hit double homer or something like that, then a lot of times I usually won the ball game. So that came to me right then and I remembered it. And I honestly walked up on a mound going, I'm going to win this game. We're going to win this. That's the only one they're going to get. And we wind up winning that game. And that was one of the things I remember a lot. People ask me about what do you, what's one of your fondest memories. And that's having that game helping them to, to, to win that division in that year was, was, was I think, uh, really exciting. The Astros were declared division winners because they won the season series over St. Louis 9-7. to Billy Wagner took care of the final out, as described by Milo Hamilton and Alan Asher. 17 ground ball outs induced for the Astros staff in this game. Bounces away from Tony, just a little to the left, not far enough for a runner to move over. One ball and two strikes. And 15 of those ground balls by your starter, Shane Reynolds. Who will get another out, will win his 14th game this year. In his only start and appearance against the Redbirds this year. One ball and two strikes, runner at second, two down. Pitch on the way, Capper, Wagner, Meyer, and got him. Oh, man, oh, man, that was an eyelash at first. You know, Marrero runs pretty good for a catcher, and he showed you why right there. Wagner had to go halfway from the mound to the third baseline, fired to Bagwell, and they nipped Marrero at the wire, and this ball game and the regular season is over. Well, this will go down as a very, very big game in the Astros' history. Seventh division title now, and I think the ball club is as well-equipped as ever to go on to the postseason and have success. And now it's the Atlanta Braves starting Tuesday. Shane fondly remembers Larry Durker taking over as manager in 1997 and meeting with the starting pitchers. He helped us out more than more than anything at all. Um, he, he just me and Hampton and Lima and Chris Holt and you know, we were just so young getting started in our careers. Uh, to have a guy like Larry that had been through the process, old school guy, knowing what we really needed, which we didn't know what we needed, he just sat us down and told us. He goes, "Look, guys, you can't be looking over your shoulders four, fifth, sixth inning. You are our starters." We feel like you're the, the, the ones we're counting on. Um, if you get in trouble, don't look over your shoulder in the bullpen because I'm not coming to get you. The only way for you to learn how to get out of trouble is for me to leave you in. It's like a snowball effect. You know, you're, you're worried and you're kind of scared and you're nervous and you're, you're in trouble. If a manager come get you every time, you have no idea how to get through those processes. And he would leave us out there and you, you get through an inning and you get an out. You, you get through another inning. It snowballs the next game. You're not, you know, and all of a sudden, you know, halfway through the year, we're not worried about uh, second, third, no outs in the fifth inning, you know, up one run or tie. Game management, you know, what's the best thing you can do right here for this guy and your team to get the guy out? And I, I think that with us young pitchers starting our careers, kind of getting our feet wet, helped us more than anything you could possibly do for us. Flourishing in that culture, Reynolds pitched his way into the initial class of the Astros Hall of Fame presented by Houston Methodist.